0: I'm going to give you a podcasting microphone review of the ElectroVoice RE320. Hi, I'm Daniel J. Lewis from the audacitytopodcast.com. Your microphone is the best investment that you can make in your podcasting equipment. So it's really important to have a good microphone that also works well with your podcasting environment and especially works well with your voice. I usually recommend a dynamic microphone for podcasting. A dynamic microphone is separate from a condenser microphone. A dynamic microphone such as this, the Electro Voice RE320, captures a smaller, more specific focused bubble of audio in front of it and not so much room noise. It also doesn't require phantom power from any kind of device. This is the Electro Voice RE320. It's a beautiful looking microphone. I love the black finish. For $299, I would say you can't go wrong with this microphone. It's an XLR microphone, which means that you will need some kind of adapter if you want to plug it directly into your computer, such as an XLR to USB adapter, or you'll be using this microphone with professional audio equipment, which uses the XLR connection, such as a mixer or some kind of external audio recorder. It's a great microphone, and one of the things that you may notice if you compare this microphone to others, and I'll compare these for you in a little bit, is that the RE320 gives equipment a bit hotter of a signal so that means it's coming in a little bit louder which is good, that's a good thing to have because then that means that you don't have to turn up the gain or the volume as much in order to get as strong of a signal from your microphone. You can turn that gain a little bit farther down which also means you'll get less room noise in your recording And you get a much cleaner recording because the higher you turn that gain and the higher you raise the volume faders and all of that stuff, then the more line noise you're introducing, potential for electronic interference, all of this stuff. So you'll get a much cleaner signal if you have something louder going into the mixer. And the RE320 is one of the loudest podcasting microphones that I've tested and I think it's great for that use. Being a studio microphone and a dynamic microphone, this is the kind of microphone that you would want to stand in front of and speak into. It's an end-fire microphone, so even though it has these grill shapes on the outside, it is capturing the audio from the end. So you can talk into the microphone directly, like I am here, where it is directly in front of my face, but then this presents more possibilities for popping sounds like Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled peppers, my plosives, as they're called, are popping into the microphone. But if you turn away slightly and still stay about four inches away from this microphone, then you'll get just as good audio, but your breath will pass by the microphone and not go into the microphone so much. But what's great about the RE320, as well as its big brother, the RE20, is that both of these microphones are designed with some pop filtering inside of the microphone. There's a little bit of foam inside of here that filters some of this out. So you may find that you won't need a pop filter or windscreen on either the RE320, this microphone, or its big brother the RE20. You might be fine with just the microphone as it is. The RE320 and RE20 are very similar in that they both have many of the same components in it and they're also both variable D microphones and what that means for you as a podcaster is that as you get closer to the microphone it's not going to give as bassy of a boost as other microphones might get so as you get really close like this I'm now about one inch I think away from the microphone which is too close but it's increasing the volume yes but it's not giving a bass boost as much as other microphones would give. I recommend being about 4 inches away from the microphone and when you speak, make sure that you're pivoting around the microphone so that your voice is still ending up right here in front of the microphone. If you vary off the axis of the microphone, you exit this bubble that it's recording or you're pointing your voice outside of that bubble. So if I then turn my head and move away from the microphone, you can't hear me as much out here because I've stepped, essentially stepped away from the microphone. Now I'm back in that microphone bubble and this is where you want to be. Whenever you're talking, if you have a co-host or you need to look at something, pivot around the microphone so that you will record inside of that little bubble. The Voice RE320 has a switch on it called the kick drum switch and as you can guess, and you may be familiar with this microphone if you're a musician with a band, the kick drum setting is designed primarily for kick drums. When the kick drum setting is off or in the right-hand position, the RE320 is giving a pretty flat frequency response. That is, it's not doing much to your audio, increasing or decreasing certain frequencies. It does do some stuff at the very high end and very low end, but not very much. For the most part, it's an accurate representation of your voice. But when you engage the kick drum switch, it changes a bunch of stuff. It raises some things, lowers other things. So to let you hear what this sounds like, I will engage the kick drum switch. And now my voice sounds immediately different. This may be something you'll like. And many people like that this essentially turns this into a different microphone because the sound is so much different for voice on this. It's designed for the specific frequencies that a kick drum would use. But you could get special effects from this for your voice or maybe just your specific voice will sound better using this kick drum setting. It's a great way that really turns this microphone into two different personalities completely. Some people even call it a personality switch. And it's something that you could use in your podcast either for a special effect or maybe just you discover your voice sounds better this way or your voice sounds more accurate. So I'll switch it back to the standard setting. The Electrovoice RE320 is $299 on Amazon.com and b and I think it's a great microphone for the price. It's in the same price range as the Heil PR40, which you can watch my review over at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash PR40. But I think that this sounds a bit better because it's not giving your voice as much of a bass boost, at least in its flat response setting. It's giving an accurate representation of your voice and it's also doing so with a cleaner signal because it's it's a bit hotter of a microphone so it sounds really good coming into a mixer or an, a recorder of some sort. I think this is a great microphone. $299. As you've probably noticed it's a very long microphone too so you'll need a special shock mount for this if you use a shock mount because this microphone is not immune to handling noises. If I move this around it's something that I'd want to just keep in place but if you need to move a microphone around get a shock mount for it and there's one specially designed for this and I'll have that link below this video or at theaudacitytopodcast.com RE320. I do recommend this microphone and let's compare it to some of the other microphones that I have many times talked about in the Audacity to Podcast. I'll compare it to the Heil PR40, its big brother, the Electro Voice RE20, as well as the really inexpensive Audio-Technica ATR2100 USB microphone. These first samples are just a straight comparison of each microphone recorded at the exact same settings in the exact same environment. This is the Audio-Technica ATR2100 USB. It's an XLR and USB dynamic microphone, and it retails for under $40 on Amazon.com and B&H. This is the Heil PR40 XLR Studio Dynamic Microphone. It retails for about $310 on Amazon.com and B&H. This is the ElectroVoice RE20. It's an XLR Studio Dynamic Microphone that sells for $449 on Amazon.com and B&H. This is the ElectroVoice RE320. It's an XLR Studio Dynamic Microphone that sells for $299 on Amazon.com and B&H. I recommend that you have the microphone about 4 inches away as you're recording your voice, and the farther away you get, the more room noise you're introducing. But here is the microphone compared to the other microphones at an 8 inch distance. The ATR2100 USB, 8 inches away. The PR40, 8 inches away. The RE20, 8 inches away. The RE320, RE320, 8 inches away. Noise can be a big issue for podcasters, whether it be your computer, an air conditioner, a refrigerator, anything like that running in the background, some kind of noise that you cannot just simply turn off. So how a microphone rejects sound from the side, called the side rejection, matters a lot. Here is a test where I set a fan on the floor 8 feet away from the microphone to the side of the microphone, The ATR 2100 USB 4 inches away with a fan 8 feet away. The PR 40 4 inches away with a fan 8 feet away. The RE 20 4 inches away with a fan 8 feet away. The RE 320 4 inches away with a fan 8 feet away. Because each microphone is different by design and sends different levels of audio into the mixer, let's even the playing field by running each of these samples through levelator and then comparing them to see which one sounds the best. The ATR2100 USB processed with levelator. The PR40 processed with levelator. The RE20 processed processed with levelator. The RE320 processed with levelator. So that's the Electro-Voice RE320. Which of these samples did you like compared to the Electro-Voice RE320? I think for $299, it's a great microphone. If you have $300 to spend on a microphone and you may be looking at the Heil PR40, I would really recommend this one over the Heil PR40. The Electro-Voice RE320 gives, I think, a better reproduction of your actual voice, which may be what you want. Maybe you need something a little bit different but I also like that it sends a hotter signal into the mixer so that you can turn that gain down a little bit more and get a much cleaner signal and for $300 I think it's great. You can get links to purchase this microphone below this video or at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash RE320. I'd love to hear from you. Which of these microphones do you like the best, and what's your experience with the ElectroVoice RE320? Comment in the section below or at com slash RE320. I'm Daniel J. Lewis from com. Thank you for watching.